Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to The Sleep Pod, the podcast where the stories are occasionally high concept, but always low stakes. My name is James, and I'm here to make up a boring, drama-free, and mildly amusing story to help set you up for a long and restful sleep. The word of inspiration that I'll be using as a jumping-off point for this episode's improvised story was smuggled into me, hidden inside a bell pepper. I cut one open whilst preparing a meal to find a small square of folded paper containing a single word. And that word was radio. So get yourself comfortable. Crawl into your cocoon. Forget the outside world exists. And I'll begin with this episode's story. Radio. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Eva was relaxing in her home. 
it was getting quite late. And she checked the time to confirm this. She raised her left arm up and investigated the timepiece on her wrist. Yes, she thought. Now is probably about the right time to think about getting ready for bed. For the last few hours, she had been sat in her favorite, most comfortable chair, reading very old books. She had just finished the latest one that she had been tackling, and was quite pleased with the conclusion of the story. She stood up, made her way across her living room, and placed the book back in its dedicated spot on her bookshelf. Whilst she was there, she allowed her eyes to glance over the spines of all of the other ancient tomes. Just so she could remind herself what there was for when the time came to pick up something new and different. Hmm, she thought as she read the titles and author's names. The problem she had was all of these books were very, very old and written in places far, far away. So a lot of the cultural references and certain details didn't make a whole lot of sense to Eva. However, she did feel that it was important for her to read certain books in an attempt to connect culturally to her ancestors' past. After a few moments, she picked up a book at random. She looked at the cover, looked at all the words and the artwork that was on the front. And then turned the book over and read the description. Hmm she said. Yes, I think this will do quite nicely. The next book I shall read shall be The Da Vinci Code. She didn't know what a Da Vinci was, but she knew what a code was, so she figured she was halfway there to getting to grips what the book could possibly be about. She put this new book on the table next to her comfortable favorite reading chair in preparation for the next time she wanted to read. Now, she said, Time to get ready for bed. Eva walked around her home. She ensured that the windows were closed. Not because she was worried about anybody breaking in. There was nobody around that was any kind of threat. But more because 
she didn't really like moths that much. And she already knew that she had been playing with fire a little bit by keeping the window open this late with a light on. But luckily for her, no moths had entered her residence. And so, to keep it that way, she closed the window and locked it. She drew the curtains, turned out all the lights in the living room, and made her way into the kitchen. She poured herself a large glass of water, took a sip to ensure that the temperature of it was optimum, and then turned the light out in the kitchen and made her way to her bedroom. Eva put the glass on her bedside table before getting changed into her usual sleeping attire. She put her dirty laundry in the dirty laundry basket. which was on her way to the bathroom. Eva did all the usual things that people do in a bathroom before going to bed, such as having a bit of a wash, cleaning her teeth, etc. When she had finished in there, once again she turned out the light and went into her bedroom. Once inside, she pulled her bedroom door to, not closing it fully, but not keeping it open. Turned off the big light and turned on the smaller light next to her bed. Before getting into bed, Eva turned on her radio. For a long time, she had had a lot of problems falling to sleep, but after a lot of experimentation, and sleepless nights, she eventually found that the best thing to ease her into slumber was to listen to the white noise of a radio that had not been tuned to any specific station. Finding a usable frequency for this wasn't too much of a problem. Where she lived, Nobody really used FM radio anymore. Spare a few people in larger settlements. So it was pretty straightforward for her to find something that was nice and calming. The white noise of the static just the perfect frequency to stop her mind from wandering. Once the radio was on and softly playing the sounds of white noise, she got into bed, made herself all comfortable. And closed her eyes. Before she started drifting off properly, she took a nice long sip of her water. Wriggled around a little bit to make sure she was at optimum comfort levels. 
Then she remembered that she hadn't turned the light off next to her. So she sat up again, reached over, and was just about to flick the switch when there was a change in the sound that was coming from the radio. There was a click, quite soft, but definitely there. Just a brief moment interrupting the sound of the static. Her brow furrowed. Hmm, she thought. I really hope that nothing interrupts the sound that I found here. She sat there, just waiting for a moment, seeing if anything else happened. And eventually, just as she was about to mark it down as just a one-off thing, there was another one. Hmm. That's very interesting, she thought. Although, I really would like to go to sleep right now. Well, if anything else happens, I'll just have to find a new frequency and hope that that one is free from random interference. She waited a little bit longer just to see if anything else happened. And again, just as she had fallen into a full sense of security, there was another click, this one louder and more prominent. The white noise that she had been listening to faded down until it was just a quiet crackle. Oh, thought Eva. Well, time to find a new frequency for me to listen to. She sat up and had just started to reach over to the tuning buttons on her radio when suddenly she heard a voice. It was a man's voice, quite clear, saying, Hello. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Mmm, thought Eva. I wasn't expecting this. The man on the radio continued talking. If anyone can hear me, then I require assistance. I don't want to use the word emergency because it's not. But if anybody is out there and can hear this, I urgently require some ink for my printer, for I have run out. Oh no, thought Eva, that is quite unfortunate. The man then listed off a long chain of digits and said, This is my location. If anyone could find me and bring me some printering, I'd be very, very grateful. Hmm, said Eva. Well, I do happen to have a lot of printer ink. Maybe I could help this poor fellow. She opened the drawer in her bedside table and retrieved a notepad and pen, one that she had used previously for jotting down details of late night dreams and strange bouts of inspiration for various projects that she had undertaken over the years. 
She had a good memory. She could remember all of the digits that the man had said over the radio. So she wrote them down, just in case she did forget. The man continued talking, giving details of the exact specifications of the printer ink that he required. So Eva noted this down as well. Oh, said the man. And before I forget, and in case you didn't hear before, this isn't a real proper emergency. This is more something that if they had the time and they could do it, I would be very happy and grateful to them. But please don't rush out now. Wait till the morning. If I don't hear anything in a couple of days, I will repeat this message. But for now, I'm going to go to bed. Thank you if you are considering helping me. But if not, don't worry about it. I understand. And then with a few clicks, the sound of static returned. Well, thought Eva, I suppose I know what I'm going to be doing tomorrow then. She put the notepad back down, turned off the light, did a big stretch, got comfortable, and fell asleep. When the morning came, Eva woke up to the soft, warm sunlight on her curtains. She yawned and stretched and sat up in her bed before reaching over and finishing off any water that she had left in her glass. As she did this, she saw the notepad and remembered all of the excitement of the previous night. Oh yes, she thought. I'm going to do that today. And with that realization, she woke up fully and felt very refreshed and invigorated. After doing her usual morning routine, she emerged into the kitchen, dressed and almost ready for the day. All she needed now was a nice hot drink and some breakfast. She made herself a cup of coffee and a bowl of breakfast cereal. Once these items were ready for her consumption, she took them with her to her computer area. She drank her coffee and ate her cereal, whilst inputting all of the location data the man on the radio had said the previous night. She looked over the mapping software and started planning a route for her to use. It wasn't going to be a short walk, but it shouldn't be that long either. She considered maybe walking over to one of the larger neighboring settlements and seeing if she could borrow some form of transportation that might make the whole process a lot easier. But she had looked out the window and saw that it was a very nice day. And she also thought that it had been a while since she had had a proper 
adventure. And this definitely seemed like the right kind of opportunity for an adventure. She sent all of the travel information to her tablet so she could easily refer to it and see exactly where she was whilst out in the outside world. She packed herself a bag filled with enough things to eat, enough things to drink, and anything else that she could possibly need if the plan does go awry. There were only three things left for her to do now. The first one was for her to put on some sensible shoes, grab a good jacket, and leave the house. So that's exactly what she did. She slung the backpack over her shoulder, locked the door, and then made her way to the second thing she needed to do before she could properly leave. Next to her home was a large building that technically was still part of her home. In a lot of ways it was probably more like a barn, except it didn't really have any agricultural equipment in it, nor any animals. Instead, the building contained a lot of different things. Mostly things from various projects that Eva had been working on over the years. Various supplies and equipment to help maintain her home and herself. Which was a necessity for anybody living in a rural environment such as her. She made her way past a lot of boxes and barrels, and bags, until she found the large storage unit that contained all of the printer ink that she had created quite a few years ago. She had been slightly worried about the condition of the ink. It shouldn't have dried up and it should still be fine. But she checked everything first and made sure that everything was fine for this mysterious man she had heard over the radio. Once she was satisfied, she packed up a generous amount into her backpack, then left the building. The last thing she needed to do was make her way over to her neighbor's property, just to let them know where she was going, in case there was any problems. She walked to the end of her property, through a small wooded area. that was adjacent to a much larger wooded area, and eventually found the footpath that led to her neighbor, Mrs. Glunn. Mrs. Glunn had been living in her home for a long, long time. When Eva had first chosen out the plot of land and began construction of her home, Mrs. Glunn and her home had been well established in their location 
quite a while already. Eva knocked on the door to Mrs. Glunt's house. And after a few minutes, the door was opened by Mrs. Glunt. Hello, Eva, said Mrs. Glunt. Hello, Mrs. Glunt, said Eva. How are you today? inquired Mrs. Glunt. I'm very well, thank you. What about you? said Eva. I'm also very well, thank you, said Mrs. Glunt. What can I do for you on this fine day? Well, said Eva, I just thought I'd let you know that I'm not going to be here for the rest of this day, but I should probably be back by tomorrow. I may be back later today. Depends how long it takes me to get to my destination. Oh, said Mrs. Glunn. You're going anywhere interesting. Sort of, said Eva. I heard a mysterious message on the radio last night. It was a man requesting printer ink. Oh, said Mrs. Glunn. You have lots of printer ink. Yes, said Eva. That's why I thought I would step up and help this guy out. Good for you, said Mrs. Glunn. Well, good luck on your journey. Thank you, said Eva. They waved at each other. And then Eva left. The path that Eva had plotted out for herself was intentionally quite boring. She didn't want to go climbing up any mountains, traversing any deserts or rainforests, and she definitely didn't want to have to hire a boat to travel across any large bodies of water. Sure, if she did all of that, it could probably just take her a couple of hours. But that was quite a bit of hassle. And in the end, it would be a lot more tiring than just walking on foot. So the majority of her journey was restricted to trade routes and paths that don't have steep inclines. After she had made her way through the wooded area, she found herself on the main road. There weren't any footpaths or anything else. It was just a lightly graveled trail that cut through most of the local area. She knew roughly which way to go, but she thought she better just check everything first. So she got out her tablet, made sure that she was facing in the right direction, and started walking. The first couple of hours there was nothing really. Same types of trees on either side of the road. The same coloured gravel and dirt underfoot. Every now and then, a vehicle carrying a heavily laden trailer would go past her from one direction to the other, or vice versa. 
she saw a few people out for a morning run. And a few more people walking dogs. And after a couple of hours, she came to the crossroads. This was a main hub for a lot of traffic for miles around, as it was the intersection of two of the busiest trade routes in the local area. Luckily for her, there was a large inn, which was fortunate, because she had got to the point where she could probably do with a nice bit of a sit-down, a toilet break, and a nice cold drink before getting back on the road. The building was large, grey, but with hints of being brightly coloured at some point in the past. Which is something that she assumed the owners just couldn't be bothered to keep up with, considering that most of their clientele were transportation drivers who really couldn't care less what the place looked like on the outside, as long as it had good food, comfortable seating, and clean facilities. She entered, ordered herself a large glass of orange squash. She used the facilities, drank her drink whilst enjoying the pretty comfortable chairs that they had. When she was ready to set off again, she thanked the people who worked there, and then left, heading down a completely new road now. By this time, the sun had risen and was almost directly above her. She decided it was probably a good idea to put a hat on, so she managed to reach into her bag without taking it off fully and pulled out the hat that she had brought with her. She popped it on her head, zipped up the bag and continued walking. For this leg of the journey, the landscape was slightly different. The road carved its way through the middle of a large valley. There were a few trees and bushes, but mostly it was all wildflowers and various types of grass. There, the dirt was much more of a grey colour than the brownie dirt which was the normal hue for the ground where she lived. However, to balance it out a little bit, the gravel that had been used was much more bright. Eva walked, and she walked, and she walked even further. After a while, she realised that she probably didn't need to do this in silence. So she got out her headphones. Popped on some music. And carried on walking. Whilst singing along to some of her favourite hits from yesteryear. After a while. In the distance a far off mountain got larger and larger. Ah, she thought. I reckon about now's the time to consult my map. 
so she stopped by the side of the road and sat down on the grass. She checked her map and sure enough she was right. She needed to turn off left down what looked like a secluded and heavily forested path. Great, I'm almost there, she said. So she stood up and carried on walking. Eventually, after a roughly mile she had left, she found the track that veered off to the left. It wasn't nearly as overgrown and woody as the satellite image data that she had consulted had led her to believe. However, it was a little bit more hilly. Oh well, she thought. She couldn't escape going up all hills. So one foot in front of the other, she began walking. After about 45 minutes, her tablet pinged to alert her that she needed to change the direction she was walking shortly, otherwise she would miss where she was going to go. So she consulted the map on her tablet and saw that, sure enough, there was another path that was right in front of her. She looked at it. It led all the way up to quite a tall hill, but luckily it had quite long and wide stairs that would at least make the ascension fairly easy. She cast her eyes upwards, and sure enough, at the top of the hill, she could see a building. Ah, she said. That must be it. She walked up step by step, and then even more steps. When she was about halfway up, she turned to look at the building. And it was only then that she noticed that there was a large radio antenna sticking out of the side of the property. Yes, said Eva, that's definitely it. With a boost of enthusiasm for knowing that the job was almost done, she gleefully skipped up the remaining stairs. And then she was right in front of the building. It was a quite large single story building. As with most of the properties that she had ever been in, it was constructed of mainly a thick grey concrete, but at least this one had been painted and maintained with interesting swirling colours which made it look very nice. She walked up to the door which was just like any other door. It was large and made of metal and had a large doorbell button affixed in its center. She pressed the button and heard a far-off sound of a chime, before taking a few steps back to await the door's opening. After a few moments, she heard the telltale sound of the door being unlocked 
as a large clunk rattled and reverberated the metallic door. And then, with a creak, the door opened, and there was a man stood there who had opened the door. Hello, said the man. How can I help you? Hi there, said Eva. I'm wondering, are you the person who sent out the radio signal requesting printer ink? The man's eyes went wide. Why, yes, yes I am. Gosh, I didn't think anybody would hear it. Well, said Eva, I did. She reached down into her bag and pulled out one of the ink cartridges and handed it to the man. How's this? The man looked at it in shock still, but picked it up, still wide-eyed, with a big grin on his face. This is perfect. How many did you have? Ah, said Eva, I have plenty. Look, she showed him the contents of her bag. This is so generous. Thank you so much. Please, come in. Well, if you're sure, said Eva. The man welcomed her into his home. Can I get you a drink or anything else? Yes, please, said Eva. I would love a nice cup of coffee if you've got one. I can make one for you, that's fine, said the man. Oh, by the way, my name is Sid. Hello, Sid, said Eva. My name is Eva. They shook hands. While Sid was making the coffee, he turned to Eva and said, Have you come far? Well, said Eva, It's only taken me a few hours. I left at around 10am. Well, said Sid, You have come far. Well, I suppose so, said Eva. Then I heard that you were in distress and I had nothing else to do, and I had a lot of ink, so I thought, why not? Well, said Sid, I'm very, very grateful. Sid and Eva talked for quite a while. They had a lot of things in common, but disagreed on some things as well. But eventually, Eva said that she had to go, otherwise it would be dark by the time she managed to return home. They agreed to keep in touch, and Eva had agreed to welcome Sid over at some point in the future, to show him some of the projects that she had worked on in the past. And with that, Eva left, walked down the hill, and returned home, safe and sound, just as the sun was beginning to set. As Eva sat in her chair, ready to start reading her new book, she thought about the day that she had had and came to the conclusion that it was quite a nice day. And she felt very good for doing something nice for somebody. She was glad that she wasn't walking anymore, 
And with that thought, she picked up her book and began reading. That's the end of this episode's story. As always, thank you very much for listening. If you're not already subscribed, why not subscribe? More frequent episodes are coming soon, I promise. And I'm sorry that in the past there's been ads at the end of the episode which have been a bit too loud. I'm going to change that from now on and keep the ads purely at the very start and just before the story starts. If you want to get in touch or anything else, you can get in touch on either Twitter or Instagram. Those are probably the easiest. All the details are in the show notes. Hopefully you're already asleep now anyway. If not, I hope you get to sleep soon. Until next time, sleep well.